I'm Dr. Michelle Pettis. And I'm Billy Liggett. And this Rise with Orange. We are joined this week by Kate Stoneburner. She has been at Campbell a full week and a half now. She is the new social media coordinator for the Office of Marketing and Communications. And she comes to us from Ohio, but I'll let her tell the rest of the story. Uh, Kate Stoneburner, welcome to our show, Rhymes with Orange. Well, thank you. The crowds are roaring. A week and a half, so I'm an old hat, I think. Yeah, I come from Ohio. I moved to Raleigh in June of last year, so it hasn't even been a year, um, and I'm enjoying North Carolina. I love North Carolina. It's so great. You can drive to the beach. You can drive to the mountains. Everything's right where you need it. Tons of breweries, tons of dogs. It's great. Before we get to that, most importantly, happy birthday. Today's your <laughs> well, birthday. thank you. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. I normally sing a song. You I want to hear this. Yeah, we're going to hear the song at the end today. <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, um, yeah, our boss, Haven, uh, brought in cupcakes today. Which is so sweet, because I'd actually, in the whirlwind of, you know, a new job, I'd sort of forgotten my own birthday, which hasn't happened to me before, so that was fun. The older you get, the easier it yeah. is to forget. That's exactly what Haven told me. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy birthday, Thanks. and welcome to Campbell. Uh, I appreciate it. We're not going, you know, usually we, uh, we start out by asking, well, what brought you to Campbell? Um, I'm not going to ask you what brought you to Campbell, but I am going to ask you... Uh, what are your first impressions of Campbell? Campbell is very kind. Campbell is very small. Um, Campbell, I think, honestly, has one of the coolest college environments I've ever been in, and I'm just out of college myself. I'm coming from a much larger school, Miami University. Um, of? Of Ohio, Ohio, not Florida. I have to clarify that down here. I never had to clarify that. Miami, Miami University. You're not, you're not the U, and I'm yeah. holding up the U here. You are... Red Hawks, which was an awesome school. I had an amazing college experience there. Um, I've never been on a campus where already, after a week and a half, I feel like students and faculty are best buds. You know, There's a lot of really cool relationships like that that you don't get in a larger school atmosphere. So that's been great. Um, you guys have a beautiful campus, and I'm astonished at the facilities you have. If I can interrupt for a moment. Yeah. yeah. Just no lean longer, into the mic. Kelly Nostein. no <laughs> longer you guys. You it's are. Uh, no, it's y'all. us. We, okay. <laughs> we have a beautiful Oh, I thought you were going toward y'all there. No, 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 no. She is now a camel. So I'm now a camel. It's, it's we have a beautiful, we have a beautiful campus. campus. <laughs> we have a beautiful campus. We have great faculty-student relationships. Right. And we have beautiful facilities. So... Those are my top three first things you notice when you come here. So you are fresh out of college, and uh, you find yourself right back onto a college campus. Um, tell us uh, tell us what you were doing in between graduation and, and joining Campbell. In between, I was having a, a great learning experience at a company um, in Raleigh, just a marketing firm. Uh, we were brokered with just random Fortune 500 clients. Not random, of course, but a few Fortune 500 clients. Yeah, you say random as if. Which I'm sure you have heard. Um, which I'm sure most people have heard of. And our job was to do business-to-business -business marketing. Um, it was cold calling. It was a lot of sales skills, and I'm very grateful for the experience. However, it was not what I studied and not eventually what I wanted to do ultimately with my career. So um, glad to have found you guys. Um, wouldn't change it for the world, I don't think. So you're you're entering the world of social media, yeah. which uh, I'm in my 40s, early, early 40s. And um, <laughs> social media was was not around when I was in college. And thank every 
thing that is holy that social media was <laughs> not around when I was in college. But you did have it in college, so, and you had it in high school, and, and uh, so you've lived with it. You, you've lived with it. And so I, I'd love to hear your, your perspective on social media. And this is something we, we asked you already you know, before you got the job, but just social media, you've known your whole life almost. So uh, It's something people take for granted when they're my age. It's just it's the way that it's always been, um, the way you've always interacted. I mean, I remember being 11 and it was a big deal to have an AIM account and be able to instant message all of your friends instead of just texting wow. them. And yeah. <laughs> your generation refer to AIM as AIM? Yes, that is what yeah. it's called. Um, what does that stand for? Is we it, don't even know. Um, it was America Online's thing, right? With the AOL. little running yellow. That was AOL. Yeah. Okay. We'll we keep going. I'm sorry. Yahoo. We get bogged down like, in this. Um, we used Yahoo Messenger. That's what you used a lot. Too. Right. Um, and then as soon as everyone was allowed on Facebook, that was just that was the way you connected. Um, but just in high school, your whole life was shared with all your friends. And I, I, imagine, I imagine you guys used it. To, for good too. I mean, you you know you contacted each other and everything. Use your powers, for good, use your powers for good, but just you know you had it. You had your whole life out there for everybody to see. There's good with that that comes with that, and there's bad that comes there's with that. Very much bad with that. Um, I have personally, um, I'm very glad that I didn't commit to Facebook until I was 16. And 16 is an embarrassing enough time to commit to Facebook. Why is that? So but I have friends. Old? I think. For a 23-year-old, I think that's a little old. I have friends who started on wow. Facebook when they were probably 13. And a lot changes between 13 and 16, as a lot would change between 16 and 23. Oh, right. And Lord. it's kind of terrible. You don't want your middle school documented. You don't want anything from that time period, right. really. That's like the dark ages of adulthood or young adulthood, I think. Um, so to me, that's too young. But then again, I have family and friends, of course, who are posting, you know, baby pictures of their children and their children's lives are documented just like babies first this, well, that babies is, first that. And that's how it's going to be from now on. That's you know? around the time I got involved in social media was when I started having children. And yep. so for me, Facebook was simply, I, I wasn't using it as a social tool. This was a kind of almost a scrapbooking yeah, tool, album. for lack of a better term, an album. And so you can go back and see my, you know, these memories that pop up every day on your feed. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it just pretty much tells the life of my children. And, you know, that generation, their whole lives will have been yeah. will have been on social media. So that's even scarier. But, um, but no, I, I wanted to hear your perspective about it. But now that you're, you've been handed this, the keys to Campbell University's social media, um, tell us what, uh, tell us a little bit about social media in general and how you think uh, Campbell can um, use it to the sure. best of its abilities. I think, yeah, social media is such a mystery. You know, there are all these best practices out there, but there, it's, it's so hard to apply that to what your school has versus what other schools have out there. Um, we can't really compare ourselves to NC State because NC State has 50 departments who are posting all the time that they can retweet, and they have 55 events going on every day that they can post photos of um, so that they don't really have to have a very conversational tone occasionally. They don't have to post fluff of things just to get engagement up, you know. Um, but yeah, I think social media does need to be more of a conversation. I'm really excited to work on that with Campbell social media to make it a little more lighthearted, a little more engaging, um, particularly because I was just in college and I think I know students my age pretty well. I know they love to laugh. They like to know that their university understands them and loves them and appreciates them. And so I think that 
just general as a community, social media could have a little more engagement to it at Campbell University and a lot of universities. So, are there are there? Do you find that there? Do you find <laughs> that there are departments or areas across campus that should be using social social media that aren't? Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, actually, that's a big part of what I've been doing for the first week and a half since I haven't been handed over the reins completely. I've been kind of auditing our Twitter in particular. Billy, what are you waiting for? <laughs> that's no, 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 that's not. <laughs> Billy, she, plenty to do. she has to go through little training things for <laughs> several. Training uh, things. Yeah, that I have nothing yeah. to do with. Well, so. Campbell has about 160, I would say, accounts on Twitter. Oh, wow with our name in them, that we're clearly at some point active users of Twitter. And what I've been going through and doing is just looking at who is still using Twitter, who is using Twitter correctly, and who is using Twitter in a way that actually reflects the brand Campbell, so that as prospective students are looking to see, oh, I wonder if Campbell has an FCA. What are they going to find when they put in Campbell FCA on Twitter? And is it going to make them feel like, well, I guess that's that's just not for me. That's right. not something that's still Or around. the last time they posted was 2014. Exactly. And thus, right. they <laughs> might be a very active group. But on social media, if they're if you're showing that you haven't sure. posted in three years, that's a instant negative first impression sure. that they get. Yeah. Can, I just wanna... can you share what's an FCA? Oh, FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It happens to be <laughs> one of the groups <laughs> that is active on Twitter. Just wanted to make so. sure that we were all on the same page. That was, that was kind of you. I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself. Yeah, I think that we could do a better job of keeping track of the student organizations in particular because it's a difficult line for them um, to decide, okay, how much are we going to affiliate ourselves with Campbell University, the brand, and how much are we just going to be Delta Sigma Phi across America in Boise Creek? You know, and I think well, that's and tough I think that also for departments who who aren't always generating yeah. uh, programming exactly, or something yeah. new on a daily basis, it's really hard to d- generate enough information yeah. to be or content to fill the Twitter sphere. Right, um, especially so, if you're expected to post every day, multiple times a day. Which in order to keep so it viable, what Billy was saying. Right, and and very few departments here have people who are dedicated even right. part-time to this. So for a lot of people, social media is, oh, it's like number 12 on their to-do list for the mm-hmm. day. And so... Um, that's that's one of the struggles that you have is is uh, how do you define the importance of social media within your departments right. and uh, we're still even in our department we're still <laughs> we're still sure. grappling with that and uh, bringing in a a dedicated social media person was a very important first step for us Absolutely. because social media in the past has been oh it's one of the many things you do and it is still one of the many things Kate does here but is uh, it is actually first on her list now so that's yeah. that's important yeah. that's an important step for us. Coming right from a student's perspective, I would say I totally understand content is such a struggle even for us with the whole university at our disposal. I think that as someone who is just in that position of wanting to know what's going on with organizations I care about, it is so much better to have one tweet a week from an organization that is branded well, that makes sense, that's clear, that's accurate, and that really speaks to what's going on that week than it is to have a couple links throughout the week that may or may not be carefully thought out, may or may not make sense, or may or may not be accurate. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wouldn't pressure people to think of, okay, what are we going to say today? What are we going to say today? You end up with a lot of stuff that isn't relevant, that may or may not be what Campbell wants to put out there into the the Twitter sphere. Um, So yeah, I would just encourage people, just be honest about what's going on in your department. Um, If it 
if it's relevant to the university, I think it'll it'll go over much better. There's a happy medium between an organization like Wendy's. I know Wendy's is uh, making the news this week for their social media person on Twitter is just answering That's everybody hilarious. and yeah. just going nuts with Twitter and and telling people to bad do bad things. <laughs> and so, and uh, <laughs> but they're getting a lot of praise <clears throat> because they're getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Campbell does not want to be that. Campbell wants to, we want to look like a an institution of higher education, but also have kind of a approachability and a, yeah. and a warmth to it. That a, There's a very happy medium in there, and that's why you have to bring in people who uh, who understand that, I think. And so... Um, but I think it's also important for for us to identify the audience that we're intending mm-hmm. to, to uh, interact with or communicate with or engage through the social media so that we can identify which is the appropriate platform. Because when I think about engaging our students who are current, uh, currently on campus versus those who are prospective students, then I think about Yik Yak. Yik Yak is not something that I hear much about nowadays. Right. Well, I, think it, I think it's dead now, isn't it? I think it? it's gone now. Yeah. Yeah, but... But, but that was something that was really uh, problematic yeah, for lots of, lots of campuses across the country. The anonymity of Yik Yak is what, is what got a lot of people in trouble here because when you're anonymous... You can say anything, mm-hmm. anything you, you had want. The exact same problem when I was in school, and it was just awful. And you it was would like, scroll, it could be you hurtful. Couldn't believe the things that people would say about their fellow students. It was terrible. And so, being able to stay on top of that, so I'm really excited that that you are here and, yeah. and to to <laughs> see what kind of how you how you lead us into a really good direction. Thanks. Lead us, Kate. <laughs> lead, <laughs> lead with us. purpose. I think is the phrase well, we want to use there. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, yeah, Facebook. <laughs> You're left at Snapchat. Is that an old thing? Or is that no, a Snapchat's thing? a great thing. It's just something that's, I think, it's been lost to the ages here in terms of we know we have an account. We don't know how to access it. We're trying it. to access it right now. <laughs> we'll get there. Somebody It'll... has a password to it that we need to, if, she, if she's listening right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is interesting you say that because also our approach to social media today is even much different than it was even just two years ago where you had really great stuff. You put that same content on Facebook, the same content on Twitter. Maybe that same content on Instagram and these other uh, platforms, and you're done with it. You know, brush right. off the the dirt from your hands and move on to the next thing. But now we have such targeted audiences. Our our Facebook page is predominantly alumni. Our Instagram sure. feed is predominantly young, students, early twenties, yeah. late teens um, students and prospective students. And then Twitter, I'm st- I'm still trying to figure out Twitter. Uh, I I've tried. If you go through my own personal Twitter feed, you'll you'll see like once every three months I write, I'm going to try this again, and then I never go back to it. I, I read Twitter a lot, but I I just don't feel like I don't like to share that much. You know, like sure. I don't want – I feel like there's a lot of oversharing that goes on in Twitter, yeah. and I'm just not that person. But I don't know. A lot of people are. Mm. So, Yeah. Social media. <laughs> so this podcast is now over. Thank you. And now we're pod. Yeah, but that's but podcasts. Yes. Podcasting. It's another. Uh, it may not be technically defined as social media, but it kind of is. Mm-hmm. It's another that's way of reaching the masses. And uh, absolutely. Um, I love that you guys do this. I think I read a tweet today actually on pod. It was video killed the radio star, and now podcasts are back to take their revenge. And I just <laughs> love Good. that. Wow, podcasts are great. so much fun. They are fun, and uh, um, I, I said this earlier today, is uh, higher education seems to be um, 
doesn't always keep up with the with the trends out there. And so while everybody's doing podcasts, uh, there aren't a whole lot of univer- universities that are doing podcasts right now. So I'm not saying we're leading that by any means, but say but it, there no it, no no there are a lot but there are a lot of a lot of colleagues at a lot of universities that are looking at Campbell and saying so how are you guys doing that because uh, we we'd like to learn more so. Um, good for us! Yay. Yay! If I had an applause button, I would hit <laughs> I it right know, now. I think we need a... <laughs> I'll I'll edit it. I'll edit it in. Um, well, we're really we're really glad to have you um, leading social media. But let's move on to more important things, such as uh, such as you. Let's uh, let's you oh, yes. say uh, <laughs> no. Um, very interesting fact about you is uh, um, you led. I'm gonna say led. You can you can. Correct me, but you led an acapella group at Miami, and oh, yeah. and you guys released albums, and you like, you have your own Spotify feed, and so talk a little bit about that. Sure, the phenomenon of college acapella. <laughs> How do I there is good acapella. Podcast? There is good acapella. There is There's so a lot of bad. In the world. There's there really a lot of bad. <laughs> um. So. My first disclaimer about college acapella is that we were called the Troublemakers, but we did come up with that name before the Pitch Perfect franchise ruined it for us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, the Troublemakers. The Troublemakers, okay. yes. I don't think I've ever been in any kind of contact or listened to a acapella group that did not have a music pun name. And the options are limited and yet very creative. <laughs> so, right. um, yeah, acapella was something I never expected myself to get into. I was just always a musician growing up a family of musicians told me you're going to learn piano until you're 18 because we always regretted not learning piano until you're 18 so it's just a culture thing in my family Mm. um but because acapella was kind of something that i tended to think oh you know what it's not as it's not as formal as the music i was used to growing up i was like a classical pianist and always in this concert ensemble and this concert ensemble so i actually got into the group because my friend was going to audition and she wanted moral support um so i went with her and met a lot of great girls around my age who had very, very different interests, but were really united by this weird acapella thing and really got into it. Um, I ended up the president of the group, and we were releasing albums the last two years I was there. It was a great time. Um, it was crazy. <laughs> we brought in a guy from California, a very, very talented um, mixer who did all the recording for us, and it was just kind of... Kind of a nice end of senior year. I'm going to play a sample. Uh, we can't oh. hear it. In, no, no, we can't hear it in the studio, but I'm going to oh. play a sample and it'll appear. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll play it right now. Hope when you take that jump, you don't fear the fall. Uh, wow, that was amazing. That's no. the most coverage we've ever gotten. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. no. uh, we just had a great time. So I imagine you, from your story, you followed the friend, and suddenly she couldn't sing. She she had laryngitis, and you had to step in for her, and that's how you made the group, right? <laughs> well, she didn't make the group, and I did, and then I had to decide whether it would be a diplomatic move to accept or not. Oh, she did not. She did oh, not. poor friend. Uh, wow. Oh, our friendship survived. We're okay. good buddies. <laughs> Katie Gleeby, if you're listening, God bless you for getting me in a college acapella. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting. She, she's steaming right now. <laughs> she's so angry at me. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not really sure 
how to explain the community we had with Head at Miami. We had six acapella groups on a campus of 15,000 students, which to me seemed excessive. <laughs> and it really it was, yeah. but we had a great time. Uh, we did a lot of acapella battles, a lot of joint concerts. Everyone was producing albums. We would share spaces and share recording artists. And it was a really interesting community. Yeah. What else about you is... Uh is is unknown to the masses. Unknown to the masses? I'm a 4-H kid. I grew up <laughs> pigs, cows, horses, you name it, I would show it. Um, what else? So, Boys Creek is great. Boys Creek feels like home. Yeah. yeah. I, feel, yeah, I kind of missed this. I live in Raleigh now, um, which doesn't have too much livestock wandering around. Oh, you know, you're just in the wrong places. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I haven't done enough exploring. <laughs> yeah. Go down to the farmer's market. I love like the home. farmer's market, man. It's open all the time. I've never seen a farmer's mo- market that's open seven days a week. You're also uh, fa- quickly approaching a year, but you've never experienced pollen before. This no. is This is new to you. Pollen is new. Pollen is... <laughs> this is this not kind a of pollen. In my part of this kind of pollen. <laughs> this painted over. This. Oh, it's absurd! It's like someone's gone around with a can of spray paint and a sick sense of humor. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Luckily, I don't seem to have allergies, but time will tell. So, so I barely even a week and a half because we didn't ha- we didn't have work on Friday last week. So, <laughs> uh, so nice. any questions that you have about Campbell so far that uh, that you feel like maybe somebody out there would would be willing oh, to answer man. for you? I know this is probably too long a question for the podcast given the hints you gave me but i gotta know how the camel became the mascot was it really just because it sounded like campbell she's looking at me like i'm the expert (laughs) on this uh i know the answer uh uh, dr perez um you want to give a crack crack at it first though take a crack at it it. if i'm not mistaken which i'm hopeful that you'll correct me Mm -hmm. and then maybe edit it so i don't sound like a fool but um that upon the destruction of our buildings with the fire um our leader on the the campus which was campbell right Mm -hmm. um colleague of his came over and said get a hump on you and Get this building, get these this campus back on its feet, and so from that became. That's beautiful. Our camel. It is beautiful. Yeah. It's Did I also get it right? it's so motivational. It, no, it's it, that is the legend. But then, <laughs> 118 years later, a magazine editor named Billy Liggett wrote a wrote an article about the true, the true story behind the the found the the mascot camel. And it well, turns second, out we don't want to hear it if it's not what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the article mentions that because it's a beautiful story. But um, the the truth is, they became the camels 34 years later. So what? Yeah, 1934, 34 years after that fire, for uh, 30 for those 34 in the years prior to that, they were the um, Bowie's Creek Academy and the Campbell College Hornets. Hornets. They were the Hornets, Hornets and in 1934, camels. they were the camels. And I did extensive research as to why this happened. And the only thing we could find was in a January uh, issue of the newspaper there um, back then. It said uh, the athletic club voted to change its name to the Camels. And there was no reason for it. Just picked it. No. So I did a lot of research. Uh, There are people that said the alliteration of it, Campbell Mm -hmm. Camels, was a reason. There were some people that referenced the story from 1901 fire that said that that's the reason for it. Uh, my research, however, found that, and uh, they'll probably cut the cord on this podcast right now as I'm saying this, but um, back in, in, 19, in 1934, 80% of Campbell College's uh, 
uh, or junior college, whatever it was, um, assets were in R.J. Reynolds' tobacco, and R.J. Reynolds was the creator of the uh, Camel Cigarette. And in 1934, oh, there is a picture of the word. basketball team with their first Camel sweaters on, and it is the same Camel logo that you see on a pack wow. of cigarettes. That's amazing. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. I found it. I found the, that assets right? page, but I there are no records hmm. of that meeting. There are no records. There was never even really a big huh. deal made about it, which leads me to believe that maybe tobacco did have something to do with it. 1934 is also the year that founder J. Campbell died, and he was vehemently, vehement, is that the word? Vehemently. 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 Yeah, I was putting the wrong <laughs> no, emphasis on the wrong syllable. syllable. Yeah. No, he was whatever against tobacco. And so the year he, he yeah. died, they become the camels, and, hmm. um, and D. Rich yeah. was the secretary of R.J. Reynolds Tobacco. And his wife was it's Carrie. It's a little Rich. too suspiciously well timed, I think, to not be true. Right. I'm convinced. Yeah. Wow. If that's the case, though, um, the camel is a very North Carolina act, uh, mascot, then, because yeah. you know you have the Tar Heels. That's North Carolina. Blue yeah. Devils was a, uh, um, I think, was a military group in North Carolina, and now you have the camels, which was ah. something you rolled up and smoked back <laughs> <Perfect>. then. <so. laughs> But yeah, like I said, I may have to delete this part of the podcast because uh, it's um, after I wrote that, like a month later, our president uh, went back to to uh, Dr. Perez's story during a a Mm. speech or a graduation ceremony. So I just kind of hung my head and said, well, I guess we're just going to stick with that (laughs) one. We're going to stick with the nice poetic (laughs) We're going to stick with that one. But yeah. Two good buddies trying to rebuild the camp. It's interesting. And if I ever have any free time, I'll, I'll go dive back into the archives, see if I can find something else. But that's the reason. And uh, yeah. we're still the only camels in the in the, in the the U.S., mascot-wise. Which is refreshing. Mm-hmm. Are there yeah. others? It was a good choice. No, the only one. We're the only But in the yeah. world. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some Somewhere university where camels are camels. Egypt College or Cairo University camels or something like that. That has a nice ring to it. Yeah. Well, uh, I think we went way off topic there, Kate, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, running out of time and uh, welcome to Campbell and uh, thank you for being on the show today and uh, um, good luck with uh, social media I appreciate it (laughs)